Hey everyone, this is Heather and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is Can You Call Health Into Your Life? I'm excited about this episode, but you know I say that every time. I wouldn't do the episode if I wasn't excited about it. But uh, this one's going to be fun. So I'm going to talk about health, but I'm going to talk about all areas of your life and what you can call in because I actually think that you can call health into your life. So let's get into this today, guys. Thanks for joining. Okay, so I'm going to start out by apologizing for the echo. I don't know what's up with that. The space that I am in in the summertime when I do this tends to echo a whole lot more. Maybe because there's no carpeting. I don't know. You know, as far as the acoustics go, I never claim to be a pro here. Uh, My dog is happily snoring in the background. This is just life. It's reality. But I want it to feel like a conversation with me, not like a stage performance. So... All apologies, but here we go. So I'm not Snow White. And for those familiar or not familiar, I should say, with a reference, it's a Disney princess who is surrounded by forest animals. Um, but I do think that I summoned or hmm, <laughs> maybe magnetized many animals into my presence in just a very few seconds to minute stretch by doing one simple thing. And before I tell you what I did, let's start with what the picture really looked like, okay? So I'm not just saying like, oh yeah, look, I see a bug and now I see this. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm on a major highway and I saw two fawns or baby deer, a wild turkey, a chipmunk, a raven, and then numbers started showing up. So why? (laughs) Well, here's my trick. Um, And don't worry, I'm getting to how this relates to health um, and honestly so much more. Uh, But let me just start with like, how can you even really just make things show up like that? Like calling something into your life. And you know, the beautiful thing is that I was doing it in terms of signs. And I do give this training for clients of mine actually. So this is a little inside scoop. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing to use to call signs into your life. And this is why I was doing it. But it just really got me thinking about how much more powerful that this um, technique can be when you apply it to the right things in your life. So first, (laughs) what was I doing? I was saying thank you. Now, does that sound stupid? All right, let me explain this a little deeper. What happened was when I saw the first deer, I recognized that this is really unusual. You don't just see two baby fawns by the side of a major road like this every day. This is unusual. And they were trying to cross traffic, the poor sweet things. I almost wanted to like stop my car in traffic just to let them by, but it's kind of a dangerous area even for that to happen. So um, I knew that this was a sign I was meant to see because it was really so unlikely in this particular spot and so I immediately just said, you know, God, universe, what? I just said, thank you for the sign. I love it. I love when I get signs like this. I can't wait to look it up like, and see what, you know, fawns represent when you see them and what they're for. And I'm so grateful that you showed me that. And I kid you not, I went maybe, you know, like, I mean, it had to have been feet up the road. And there was that wild turkey by himself, again, in a very precarious place where you just don't see turkeys. Like as you're going off an exit ramp, you know, there's that little triangular area of grass. Like (laughs) that's where it was hanging out. Just having, having a little snack, hanging out. (laughs) 
And I was like, oh my gosh, there it goes again. Thank you. I love these signs. And I was like emphatic about it. Like, I love these signs. Again, I can't wait to look this up when I park my car and I knew I was going to be at my spot a little early. I was going to have the time to look it up. I was going to look it up. So as I pull in now, I'm thinking about how cool this is. And I look up and here goes this chipmunk. Again, not a usual chipmunk in a tree sighting. It was like precariously running along this stone wall above all these cars. And it was like really, it was something that you had to notice. Like it really drew your eye to it. So <laughs> I was just thinking to myself like, wow, this is tr like a tremendous, you know, how more could I be rewarded that like, cause I was having so much excitement for what I was receiving and being grateful for it and immediately sending that out to the universe that like, I saw that, I know that was you and I'm grateful for it. And immediately more of it came at me. And that just kept happening. Like after, even after the chipmunk, I was thinking about how wonderful that was and how I love animals that have strong symbolism. And as I look up at the sky, this raven flew overhead in a really close way where it was just so cool for me. And immediately I knew this is what I wanted to talk about today because, and then I started seeing all these synchronicities with numbers and things started happening. You have to let the universe, let God know when it's working, when you love it, when you want more of it. Otherwise, like anyone else in life, like you don't continue to do for somebody who never says thank you or seems to care too much, right? But the people who are like, oh my gosh, you made me cookies. That's amazing. You're the sweetest. I can't even believe you. How grateful am I? Like those are the people who are like, I want to do this for them every week. It was, they were like so excited about it. It wasn't such a big gesture and they're so happy, you know? And so think of it that way. Like Show enthusiasm towards what you're actually getting. I don't care if it's like, oh, I just saw a feather on it. I don't know if that's a sign. No, immediately pick it up and be like, oh, thank you. I love this. This is such a great sign. And then see what else starts showing up because it usually happens right away. So now, sorry, the dog's really in full snore mode here. So let's go back now to... I was talking about how you can call things in, right? So this is a perfect example of how I call in more signs because I love signs and I love um, things that represent something else or signify something. Um, and it gives me a little message or a little something that I can look into to, to learn a little something about where I should be headed or what I should be doing. I love that stuff. So uh, that's how I use it in terms of calling in signs, but you could use this in so many aspects. So many of you are listening to this because I talk about mind, body, spirit, health. So how does this apply to your health? Well, what do you want? You want health. You want, you know, youth. You want, like I say youth and not like eternal youth. I'm saying like, you know, everybody wants things to work like they did in their youth, their joints not to hurt, their, you know, flexibility to be there, their balance to be like it was in their youth, their vision to return to this, you know, these young eyes that didn't need, you know, any kind of assistive um, glasses or eyewear. So that's what I might mean by youth. So if that's what we really want, look at your body and what's working 
and have so much gratitude for that. So this is putting gratitude into practice in a whole different way. Because now, instead of focusing on, okay, I'm praying and putting all my energy into like, I want this need to work better and to not be clicking when I stand up and to, you know, support me and not let, like, you know, make me stumble or whatever. That's focusing on the negative things you don't want. Even though you're saying, I don't want more of this, I want this, you still have that in the narrative. So it really gets confusing if you think of it in terms of what you're speaking about, what you're thinking about, and what you're talking about in ways of gratitude are what you're going to get more of. That saying that you don't want more of it isn't necessarily going to remove it from your current situation. So, and I talked about this recently on another episode where I said, you know, don't talk about the cancer, don't be so focused on how, what you can do to get rid of the tumors, like really just focus on, you know, what you want, what is that feeling that you're desiring, what's that final outcome, if it's prolonged healthy life, if it's whatever, stay focused on that instead of the problem at hand. Well, this ties right into that because what I want you to start thinking about is what is going right. You know, so your knee's a mess, on, on your right knee hurts every time you stand up and you stumble. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna thank God that you have this nice, strong left knee that can support you, that can get you up out of a chair without the need of an assistive device, that can help you walk for miles. Don't even think or allow it to like creep in about, I wish this one would be more like that one. Don't do that. It's like saying, you know, to your children, would you really be like, oh, I wish you were more like Timmy because it would be so much better if you would just listen when I talk. That's not really great parenting, right? Focus on what the kid that's doing all the right stuff is doing right and praise them for that. And then watch what happens to your other child when all of a sudden they're like, hey, I can do that too. That's within my grasp. And they want to show you that. It just starts showing up. So this is how it works. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's really a beautiful thing to see. And you can use it over and over in so many aspects. So if it's a job, if it's like, man, there's just so much happening right now that is like, overwhelming at work and you know this guy in the cubicle next to me never stops talking and my boss is hypercritical of me and always praising this guy next to me who literally doesn't focus for five seconds of the day and I'm covering my own work and his work like imagine what that's manifesting it's just making more of that go on it's like on replay right you're expecting it it happens again you're expecting it it happens again so into in the way of getting out of this is to be so grateful like, let's say there is a moment where the guy in the cubicle next to you is having his, you know, morning coffee and he's quiet because he's on a call or whatever. That's when you jump in. That's when you go, wow, this quiet is amazing. Thank you, universe, for sending this to me. I am so grateful you knew I needed this. Boom. Done. You know, or God, you are amazing. You knew what I needed today. And it's so wonderful to have this peace and quiet. I feel so productive and that makes me so happy. And now what you're going to find is not only more quiet moments, but you're going to also find that you're going to be able to be more productive because you've incorporated all these good things that you really love. And I think that that now is going to start showing up more. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about how this can kind of go askew um, because I talk about these things on the podcast all the time. And I know those of you who are regular listeners who come back and hear my message again and again. 
But then how much are you applying what I'm talking about to your life to see if it works for you? And the reason I ask you this is because I just had to reach out this morning from an old client. He's been out of my program for a while, but we stay in touch. I, I tend to do that with all my old clients just because I like to see them succeeding, you know? And, um, and this particular person has been struggling, and I say struggling only because in his observation, it's been not going the way he wants it to <laughs> um, with new relationships. He's open to it. He wants it. He really misses not just his wife, but the companionship that his marriage offered before he lost his wife. So he wants to bring that back into his world. And his belief is, and when I say belief, he strongly, strongly believes that they're that at my age everything i say to be valid at his age there's an exception because there aren't that many people i'll just throw out an age say 75 plus that are in the same boat as him and um, open to this and that haven't been set in their ways with um you know just having other things going on like um friends and other things that occupy their time where they're willing to sort of put into a relationship. Um, he believes it doesn't exist. Belief, full belief. So it was interesting for me to just have read the message yesterday because he, he almost self-diagnosed right there, right? It's like, <laughs> so I really want this. I think it's wonderful what you're saying makes so much sense for you but not for me, like, you know, immediately made himself the exception because of the aged category that I'm in and because it, what I'm desiring is not out there. And so I had to think on that one for a little while because it was like, um, okay, so now we know how many millions of people are here just in the United States of America, right? <laughs> 360 million something, I think. I don't know. Or maybe I'm way off, but I thought it was something like that. So imagine. Now we've got millions and millions of options. And in his belief system, it's all only made for the 75 and under. But for the 75-year-olds plus, it's inaccessible because the pool of people that belong to it all have a priority to family, friends, um, relationships with, with um, you know, just non, um, you know, romantic relationships and are too busy um, and not interested. It we're to believe that 100% of the people that fall in the 75 plus category all fall into that category. You know, or <laughs> could it possibly be that that belief system continues to allow you to be right and show you that what you're saying is valid. So, you know, what you believe is and what you evidence you look for, you will find. I did in a past episode, that was a while ago, but an exercise with you all when I had you close your eyes. So basically it's this, you know, you search around your room and try to find a green object. Can you find a green object? Okay, great. Now really focus on that. Close your eyes. Now I want you to picture something within the room that was the color blue. Now you put so much focus and energy into finding that green thing and holding that in your mind's eye that many of us will struggle now to find anything blue that was within the room. 
despite the fact that we know it's in there. And, you know, it's like, no, it, we are seeing what we had held in our thoughts and really put all our focus and attention to. So that's what you're seeing. And that's what the universe and God continues to bring you evidence of is what it is that you have been saying. This is a fact because we believe it wholeheartedly with all our energy and beliefs and all that that we stack behind it. It is true. So, okay, you're right. You know, what is that saying? Like, um, whether you're right or wrong, you're right. I don't know. There's some kind of saying like that, you know, but no matter, no matter what, you're going to be right because whatever it is that you wholeheartedly believe to be a fact is going to come to you and you're going to find evidence of it to back yourself up. So wouldn't you rather be right and have tons of evidence to prove that the other thing exists? You know, like that there are plenty of other fish in the sea who also hold the same values as you and that there are many of them and that there will be many of them who are a strong match to you. And then you will have the opportunity to choose which partner matches up best for what you're looking for. Like that's what you have to hold. And so placing the focus on the fact that there's lack of this, that there's not many of them, that you know, that most of the people, even if you change it that much, that's not enough of an adjustment. You can't be like, okay, so there's some out there, but they're probably all the way across the country or they live so far away from here. We don't have, you know, everything in common, or maybe they, you know, (laughs) it's like you will continue to try to put a barrier between you and it. If you really want that belief, if you want your truth to be valid, sometimes we go to bat at our own expense over and over and over. And that's so, so sad, you know, don't be making, uh, don't make being right a priority over allowing yourself to have what you want, you know, and calling in good health is really, and whether we're talking about your mind, your body, or your spirit, it's all about the focus and where you put your beliefs. Um, and I was skipping through this morning, this morning, oh, I had a big moment of bad parenting, I feel like where I kind of lost it with my kids. So I'll tell that story. Why not? So before I dropped my kids at school this morning, I had, I don't wear hardly any makeup, but I every so often will splurge on something that I really like. And because of that, like I like for it to last. I'm not afraid to spend a little more money on it because I don't buy hardly anything. So when I do, it's going to be quality and I want it to last. Right? So I had it sitting by the sink. Now my kids are in there brushing their teeth at the same time, which they know I hate anyway, because they're always like messing around and playing around more than brushing teeth. So all of a sudden I hear them cracking up about something. When I come in, my makeup is floating in the sink. Now how there's enough water, I, I mean, what happened was they had the water on full force. So it was filling the sink slowly because it couldn't drain as fast as how much water they were dumping in. <laughs> and they're cracking up about the fact some, that my makeup had gotten dropped in it, I guess. I don't even know. I kind of flew off the handle for a minute. I was just like very frustrated with them for sort of where they're... I mean, why they thought it was funny, I guess, is what bothered me more than anything. Because accidents happen. I don't get mad about that stuff. But if the accident happens because you're screwing around, which you're not supposed to be doing, and then you don't feel badly about it and immediately apologize to the person who you, you know, I said to them, would you like it if when you got home from school today, if you came home and in the sink was floating a bunch of your basketball cards? 
<laughs> and they were like horrified, but it's true. Like I wanted them to have that empathetic understanding of what it's like to be in someone else's shoes and see something that you really like and bought and, you know, invested in and it felt good about like getting trashed and then somebody sitting there ha 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 laughing about it. That doesn't feel good. And so I could have proposed, I could have, I could have put it out there to them in that manner, and I think they would have learned so much more. But me raising my voice and yelling at them and getting really hyped up about the whole thing was just silly. Um, but immediately, so that was a moment in time, and it was probably like, you know, I mean, about 30 seconds or less. But I felt awful about it. So that can actually start to derail your whole day, because if that energetic shift doesn't happen quickly after that, it starts to just slip downwards, right? So I recognized it. I decided I was going to talk to them when they get home about it. So I have an action plan to apologize for overreacting. I think that's important, even with children. And um, and then I decided consciously I was not going to let it tackle down my day. I was going to find some fun music, get in my head a little bit, have some fun. And then this whole thing happened with all these animal signs. So it doesn't have to be that you can never have these thoughts. But the resounding thought, the overriding all the time message going on in your head has to be a consistent positivity. It has to be something, you know, if you look at that spectrum on the upper end of like the feel goods, not the negative bad feelings. So expecting that like it's only for the young, it's not available for me, all that thought has a lot of power and energy behind it right, with this guy I was talking about before. And now when we're talking about health aspects, your mind, your body, your spirit, like this is where it matters because especially when we're talking the mind and the spirit, um, I think especially, but where your, you know, overriding thoughts are is what you are, is what your experience is. And so now when we take that to our health, I mean, of course, if we're toxic thinking all the time, guys, why wouldn't our bodies become a toxic landscape? That's what I want to pose. And again, not health advice, guys. These are just my thoughts. But what are your what are your feelings on my thoughts? Because I, I mean, to me, I can't see how any other outcome could happen. If I'm thinking these toxic thoughts, I'm not good enough. It's only for the young. There aren't that many people out there or, you know, uh, it's my age. I have cancer because I'm this age and it just happens to everybody around me. Okay, now it is. So you put it out there and now it is. But if your belief is, well, this is an eye opener. You know, I'm grateful for the, the wake up call because I need to eat better and do more and whatever. And I'm grateful that you showed me that. And I've got this. It's no big deal. I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to start by changing, you know, I'm going to sleep better. I'm going to stress out less. I'm going to, you know, eat right and exercise. And I'm going to make sure I get to all my doctor's visits and that I, you know, follow through on what they advise. And I, you know, um, in a happy state of mind and whatever it is, like just even that, don't let it. I mean, whoa, I know what I'm saying is so far out of reach for some of you, but I'm telling you right now, I wish I had this information at my fingertips that day that we found out about those brain tumors because the world stopped rotating for us. It felt like we were stuck in this moment in time 
that I so wanted to get out of, but that was just happening to me and not for me. I could not step out of it to realize that even that, as awful as it was, still happening for me. And if I could have taken that mindset, I would have been like, wow, one, God sees me as somebody who's pretty great and powerful. He is giving me a huge wake-up call, and he wants bigger things for me. That's crazy. That alone should have excited me, right? Which sounds crazy, I know. But if you are chosen to be woken up, you're noticed. I always say to my kids, actually, in basketball all the time, do not get down on yourself when that coach is riding you. He only pays attention to the kids he sees potential in. If he starts ignoring you, then worry about things, okay? <laughs> like if he's giving you a hard time, this is good. And this is the same with God. He is giving you challenges because you're awesome, right? <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a quick break on that note because I want to get right back into this. I'm like mid-sentence and all fired up and I want to give you the rest of this. So don't go anywhere. Be right back. So for those who've been following me for a while, I have a new offer out there, which is the most exciting yet, I believe, because it is the least expensive way to work with me. Uh, and it's packed full of so much good stuff. All the how-tos around soul-crushing loss and grief and what I'm doing, how I'm doing it. It's in a Facebook group with a paid membership cost. And inside there, every week getting live trainings, so it's group coaching, where I am sharing all of my how-tos. And then that same week, you will get also some written positivity, steps to take, how I'm doing it, not just the what you need and why you need it anymore, but this is the real good stuff, guys. So I will drop that link in today's podcast description. So if you want to grab that and um, and join the group, you can. One last thought on that is I don't want anybody thinking, oh, well, I wish I had been in it at the holidays. That's what I really needed was like all of that training on how to do anniversaries and holidays and all that. Well, guess what? doesn't matter when you join. I save all of my old trainings in the group. So you will be able to have access to not only all the stuff going forward, but the library going back. So guys, there's this is an amazing time to join. So make sure you grab that link if you're interested. And now back to the show. Okay, so I left off talking about how I actually, well, one, wish I could go back to that time and place when I discovered my husband had cancer, um, and then just dealing with it so differently. And I, I discussed the first aspect to me, which was really just like really seeing it as being a chosen person who God saw enough value in that we needed a shake up, that we were given this disease to wake us up, not to tear us down, not to bring us further down the fear hole, <laughs> but to bring us up and out of the hole we were already in and acknowledge for us that he sees us, he sees value in us, and he sees the potential. And... I think with that mindset alone, it would have carried us so far, but it would have had to have been a firm belief. Like, let's be honest here, just saying that and then having that underlining, underlining, lying, not lining, <laughs> underlining, um, underlying heart racing, nervous feeling about the cancer, that wouldn't have worked because remember, it, it, I say it, universe, God responds to the feelings, not to just 
repeating words and affirmations, right? So it really would have had to been at the core. And I took to this a little earlier on than my husband. He unfortunately continued down the fear path more than me because he had more to fear. I mean, let's face it, it was his life that was hanging in the balance, but it wasn't just that. It was like, what if I'm not there for my kids? What if my family can't be okay without me? What about, like, have I done enough to set them up to be all right on their own? Like, he had all those messages going all the time. So, you know, easier for me than for him. And I'm sure some of you are probably facing that as well if you have your own health challenges right now. But when you have something massive happening, you know, something so out of your control that is very scary, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's your job, you're afraid you're going to lose and then you could lose your house, whether it's a big diagnosis, whether it's, um, you know, anything, anything at all. It is very easy to let fear stay the, the overwhelming experience and and then try to force upon it like hope. Hope's not going to get you anywhere. It's one of my least favorite of all the positive vibrations. And let me tell you why. And I, I started this podcast, oh my gosh, 60 some odd episodes ago <laughs> with this message actually, that it has to be faith, not hope. It has to be pure belief. Hope is wonderful. Sure. Way better than fear. But it, I really believe the opposite of fear is faith, not hope. And so many people say the opposite of fear is hope. And I, I don't, I've gone through that in my head so many times and I don't believe that because this overwhelming question mark is always there. You can't let the question mark lead the way or you're not even really in a full, it's not even a fully positive vibrational energy, hope. Is it's like, oh yeah, that'd be great. It's almost like, it's almost like looking at someone else's life with envy to me because it's like, yeah, that would, like looking at the stars and going, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be amazing if, no, I don't even want that for you because I feel like that is still not in a place of believing you're going to get what you want and knowledge that it's coming at you. And that's the only way it's actually ever going to get there. Because when you are saying it, but then at the same time, having the big like, oh, it would be nice if, but there's a but, you know, there's always a but <laughs> there has to be followed up with a but and the but is the canceller. It is the, it's the negator of everything you just said. Remember you ever had somebody that's said sorry to you and with their apology, a but comes at the end and it's like the entire apology you just said just got clean slate wiped like you just said this heartfelt apology and then the butt came in and suddenly everything else that you said is invalidated it is like I didn't actually really mean any of that well that's what happens it's like if you're about to if you're having a butt at the end or if you're having the question mark of hope then you are not fully invested and believing it's happening like oh yeah that'd be nice <laughs> well keep thinking that because that's what you're going to keep getting is looking at other people you know with this sort of jealousy or whatever over what they have or you're going to continue to like long for or think oh yeah wouldn't that be great but it's never going to be yours you know so when we're talking about health having hope for a great outcome is not enough. 
It's having faith that that outcome is already yours. Having gratitude that higher power saw you worthy enough to receive the message that you have it in your power to totally change all, everything and now have this whole new lease on life because you know how valuable every breath, every second is. Like, wow, I was picked for that. So we should be grateful when we get disease. We should be happy when we have moments that take us back. That's how I started to live anyway, is now when I have something that, you know, my knee's a little sore or whatever, I'm grateful for that. I'm like, you know what? You're right. That's so true. I wasn't like, I forgot to stretch last time before I, you know, went and did that capture the flag with my kids <laughs> and pulled that muscle. I forgot about stretching and now thank you. I'm not going to forget that again. Like, I got this. It's going to be fine. The blood flow is going to come in. It's going to heal itself. Everything's all good. It's fine. And I'm grateful for the reminder. Done. And I move on. And more often than not, when that happens, that's exactly what happens. One, I remember to stretch it more often. And two, I don't hurt it again. Because now I've changed my behaviors in a positive way and I've had total faith that I was given a gift to remember to do it and that it's all for greater good. I was not given some injury. I didn't have that happen to me on the field. Nope. <laughs> like I'm done with the victim thing. I really am. I, I will not be a victim ever. Even the loss of my husband is not some negative thing that happened to us. I am not a victim. I am somebody who is worthy of an amazing love once, which means I am also somebody who is still totally worthy of an amazing love. So if I choose, I want that again, it's mine already. That's who I still am. I'm still that amazing person who brought that on. It's still here. It hasn't changed <laughs> unless I decide to let it, which I'm not going to. I'm going to stay that same positive person that attracted this amazing man. So there's that. But like I'm also at the point now where it's never enough for me to just hope for brighter days. It's never enough to sit on the sidelines because I know that action takes courage and belief and faith. And those are the things that are aligned for me. And if I want the job, the man, the, you know, whatever it is people complain about and say, like, I want the love life, I want the money, I want the job, I want the things or whatever. If I want all that, I cannot sit in the shadows of the sideline feeling bad for myself that all these bad things happened to me lately. Because it's just saying, hey, guess what? I'm happy in this mess. This Bring that on. This is where I am. This is where I'm hanging out. I'm happy to be. And the more that becomes a consistent reality for you, your body will now reject anything good coming its way because it senses it as change and scary and something to resist. So then you're fighting a battle. Then you have to work on your subconscious beliefs. Then you have to pivot and change how you're, you know, feeling about life because at that point, you really are in a hole and having to dig out. And for me, I would so much rather be actively participating in life and staying out of the holes <laughs> and just being able to be available for it when it comes and then being so grateful when it does. You know, be grateful for every little fleck of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, what did I have happen? I want to say it was just the swarm of mosquitoes moment. I had a bunch of groceries to bring down in my from my car to the house and I remember having to walk through this swarm of mosquitoes and not having a hand available to sort of swat them 
But even then, I was like, well, because whenever something's unusual, that's a really good indicator that this is symbolic. You know what I mean? I was like, well, this is different. Like, okay, thank you. Got it. Like, I don't know what, what's going to come next, but I know you needed me to take notice. I'm here for it. Whatever it is. Like, all right. And honestly, like when you stay that way, what happens is it, it keeps you from that roller coaster emotional. I should call it an emotional coaster. It's like, you know, where you're high one second, feeling really good, great song was on the radio, I'm in a great energy, I turn off the car, I, I get out of it, a swarm of mosquitoes, and then whoop, back down into the negative. Oh, I hate mosquitoes, it's gonna bite me. What if I, oh, I can't swap my face, what if one's in my face right now? Like, if you get into that, now you gotta come back up and out again. And it's like that, what happens with a roller coaster, right? If you have a, a curve that is, you know, let's say one inch high. Have you ever seen like the line graph and the curve goes one inch high above? Like that's where your energy just was. So that's good. You're about to bring something good into your life. Then all of a sudden the mosquito pile comes <laughs> and now you're one inch low because, you know, you just scooped. That's the roller coaster, right? You went from above an inch to below an inch, that line, that neutral line. Well, now that just canceled everything, right? You had an inch above, an inch below, and now you're back to square one. <laughs> you know, all that positivity that you brought into your world for that brief time just got canceled out by all the negative stuff. It's like you have to be able to balance it out by not letting the negative stuff feel like it's happening to you. Just see it as a symbol. Be grateful for the symbol. I don't know what these symbols mean. Most of the time it reveals itself in time and by just following along. Just being like, huh, that was weird. Thank you for the sign. I don't know what it is, but I guess something's coming. Like, maybe it slowed me down a second. So I got to the house a little later. And because I got to the house a second later, that branch wouldn't hit me in the head. Like, I don't know, but I'm sure it's serving me. So thank you. <laughs> you know, these weird things don't just happen for nothing. I know it's serving me. It has to be because, again, I believe with my heart, the universe and God are here for me. They're here for all of us. There's not, not me being someone special, like the collective we, you know what I'm saying? And, and the we is the me, right? We're all one. We're all connected. Like my positive experience is not taking away from you. We, there's enough for all of us. And the more positive I have, the better that reflects for you, you know? So just taking it in, <laughs> just taking it in and knowing that it's all for good. It's not, there's none of these things are for bad, you know? And when I was talking in my free Facebook group about the devil, was it the free one? Maybe it was my paid group about the devil in disguise. I mean, the devil can wear some, some outfits where you might not see him coming, you know, but the best way to know the difference between, you know, this being God trying to act and, and help guide your path or the devil trying to literally steer you astray um, is usually because anything that's coming from a negative place, self-doubt, insecurity, not sure if this is the right path, if this is the right thing, then that's the devil. When I feel like universe, higher power, God is talking to you, it is guiding. It's a guiding light. It's a feeling of like a pull, an attraction to something that feels like it's going to benefit you, the world, the whatever, it feels good, it feels aligned, it feels right. So there's not a question. When the question mark is there, that doubt, I think, can only come from one person. Uh, I just don't believe that 
anytime I'm questioning myself that that should be listened to because I think that's the devil on your ear trying to say like no no she's getting close <laughs> she's got, she's about to do something good I can like sneak in there and I can tempt her away or you know t like put this message in her ear that she's not enough or that people won't want to hear it or whatever it is it's like I've learned by now I just brush that off like whatever <laughs> talk on like if maybe I'm distracting you away from somebody else that's fine but you know I'm not putting any clout into what you're telling me I'm only listening and answering to one and um, for me I am just gonna keep following the light I hope this episode was good for you guys um, I really do believe that we can call in whatever we want to our lives I'm pretty solid now and knowing what I want to call in and what I refuse to let in. So I hope your filter is a really good, clear one and that you are able to just filter out the noise and stay totally positive and believing it's coming, it's good, it's all good, and you can do amazing things. If you let yourself and believe in yourself, you've got this. So even big diagnoses, don't let the fear take over, no matter what. Yes, listen to your doctor, show up to those appointments, take the steps on your own that you know you could be doing. We all have steps that we think probably, ooh, that could be probably cancer causing, or yeah, I really shouldn't be going outside without my sunscreen on, or you know, whatever it is, drinking the water bottle that's been in the hot car all day or <laughs> whatever things you think might be contributing, you know, you can start to work on those things. If it's, you know, your sore knee or whatever, try to give it all of the advantages, but don't linger on the negative. Just be grateful that you're aware and you have time on your hands to do something about it. So guys, um, have a great week and I will see you again on the next episode. Bye.